welcome to this week's episode of Moat 9. That's M-O-A-T, the number 9. I don't know if you've had a long week or about to have a long week, just finishing up a long week, in the middle of a long week, whatever the case may be. The show's finding here. Let's get into it real quick. Shout out to my boy over at Taco Avocat here in El Paso. Also my boy at Coffee Box here in El Paso. Not official sponsors, but they have each contributed in their own way to the show. Thank you guys very much. And for the intro music that I have now been starting to use, this one is called Phrase Print by Josh Pan on YouTube. Check them out. Let's get into the episode, but real quick, you're probably wondering, I want to start my own podcast. How do I do that? Well, funny you should ask. I like to say that I record guerrilla style with today's a surprise attack style because I'm recording with Sen that she didn't even know. Yeah! And our daughter's falling asleep. Say hi. That's her version of hi. Translation, fuck y'all. So we're going to do a... Shit, what episode is this? I never know what episode it is. I should know what episode it is, but I don't. Judge me. Judge Judge me all you want, people. Episode 42 of Moat 9. M-O-A-T, the number 9. Today's going to be a short episode because... I'm tired, and I didn't save a whole lot of stuff, and I didn't even watch a lot of stuff. So, babe, what did you think of uh, The Prestige? My Instagram stuff. I sent it to you. You'll never watch my stuff. The Prestige, the movie? <laughs> the protege, sorry. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I didn't send it okay. to you. <laughs> <laughs> See, that joke works because I do trap her in all the time. I sent you something, and I didn't see it, and then she has to go back and rewatch it. Do you remember Maggie Q? I know who she is, yes. She is going to be, well, here you can watch it on my phone while I talk about it. I don't know what the legality is of playing the trailer in the background while I'm talking. And I'm totally kidding, by the way. I might not, like, put this out. I might just... I'm drinking, and I'm having a cigar, and... Margarita. Margarita. Has she ever been a leading... The leading actor, actress in a movie. I, don't know. I think she was a, she was a villain in uh, one of the Diehards. I hate to say it, as far as an action star, she's actually re- like really, really good. Like it sounds very sexist, but there's few females that when they fight, it seems like they could genuinely fuck someone up. I hate to say that, but like Scarlett Johansson, the moves are very pretty. It's very, very well choreographed and stuff, but I just don't believe that if she punches me, I'm going to be like, oh, damn. Maggie Q, I believe, can fuck me up. See, now I, w- I went from sexist and went to racist. No, no, because this might be unfair. 
Maybe. I think so. I think it's just like, I, I genuinely believe that she's been in fights. Like Scarlett Johansson, not really. I, I believe she does. But like, that's what I was going to say. Like Gina Carano, very pretty woman. But I know for a fact she'll fuck me up because she literally has fought in UFC. So I know she'll fuck me up. Well, she's pretty small. She It seems like she's pretty, like, stocky or whatever. But I don't think she's that. Like, you see her in person, she'd probably just be, like, a little tankish. But not, like, overwhelming. Like, she's, like, 6'2 or some shit. I think she's only, like, 5'6". Five, 5'6", six. Five, six, five, or some shit like that. So yeah, it's not... She's, like, muscly. Yeah. But Maggie Q, I think, is one that, like... I believe that she could fuck me up. There's a TV show she did, Nikita, but I never saw it. Mm, okay. Um, yeah, see, that didn't really... Right there, but... See, and that's what I was going to say also. It sounds really fucked up, but... She's not ugly, but... And it's not a sexist thing, because even guys, like, you see certain guys, and it's like, eh, for, like, an action movie, they're yeah. usually... Good looking. Like, name me a, uh, an action movie where the lead male is not. James Bond. You have a thing against Daniel Craig. Do. That doesn't count. But you just said to name me one that I think is not very good looking. But, okay, that most people would say are not good looking. Well, most people are wrong when it comes to him, so. <laughs> no, that's not a thing. It is in my world. But anywho, um, I don't know. That is a, the movie didn't look too interesting to me. I think, I think banking off the fact that um, the the ties to John 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 Wick. John Wick. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what I was gonna say. Like it's because I just saw Without Remorse with Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Well, not just saw, but I saw like a week or two ago. Yeah. And. I couldn't sit there. Th I, I literally had to watch it like in three chunks because I had to stop it and just do something else because I was just so bored. Like it didn't hold my interest at all. But this one I think will. And I don't know if it's because it's different enough because it's a female lead. It could be a female league, a lead. I'm sorry. And it sounds like you kind of like Maggie Q to begin with. Mm -hmm. So it piques your interest to see it. Now, if it was another Scarlett Johansson action movie. I don't think you'd be like that interested in it because like she did, did I, well, she, she, did, she did one on her own. Well, yeah, I guess after she did the, that's career. a, yeah, that's a very true statement because I'm anxiously waiting for, she's out. I'm anxiously waiting for black widow, mm -hmm. but because I like her as the role, yeah. I'm waiting for the role really not her in an action movie because she did do line. i believe she's the one that did ghost in a shell yeah that's the one that I and then there's another one that she did no but it's not really actiony but she's the lead oh, and it's not i'm not really looking for her to be the lead i'm just i'm anxiously waiting the black widow movie no and that's what i'm saying like i think the reason you're interested in this is the ties to john wick like um, that one, and then, but how do? But that's why then, do you why do you say it ties to John Wick? No, like on the previews, it shows like producers or something. Like ah, that. gotcha, gotcha, so gotcha. That's what I'm saying. It's, I think they're trying to bank off of that, mm -hmm. so that might catch your interest, whether intentional or unintentional, because you're like, what? And I'm like, well, it flashes like one of the first thing that flashes in that that trailer is 
producers or something of John Wick. Mm -hmm. So you're already they're already planning that see that it's somewhat like John Wick. Right, it's it John Wickish. Yeah, it's a female lead, and it's Maggie Q. Because if it had been someone else in it, that's why I'm like, mm, would you have really been that excited? Now I will say that Scarlett Johansson in her role as Lucy was that was good, but I don't know if she did a good job or the movie itself was just interesting enough to keep my attention. I think it's highly underrated. I think a lot of people don't a lot of people don't know about it and a lot of people that did see it are just like, oh, it's so dumb. Like, I think it went over people's heads. I thought it was very intellectual. And yeah. Very well done. For especially for what presumably is an action movie, it was very cerebral. Mm-hmm. I mean that one but like you said, it was very underrated. They didn't promote it as much and things like that. So yeah, I'm kinda looking through her IMDB. And since she became the Black Widow, um, I think Lucy was the only action one aside from Ghost in a Shell. But even when she came out with Ghost in a Shell, I wasn't like, I was like, ah, you're banking off of her because she doesn't seem like she fits that role well. Well, a lot of people were pissed off that she played that role because they were so they were so upset at the fact that they didn't get an Asian. Well, that's but I, I'd have to watch it because I don't know for sure that it takes place in Japan like the original anime does. Like, what if it takes place in the U.S.? Which they would say, of course, well, they changed it just because she's not Asian. Which, granted, maybe, but they're looking for somebody that can pull off the role. There's no guarantee that you're going to find an Asian that's going to pull off the role. I don't think she... I don't know. I just saw the previews. I did not see the movie. But in the previews, I'm like, you're not pulling off the role for me. Hmm. Even in the trailer, she's not believable enough. For me, no, not I got you. not for that type of movie. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I did not watch the movie. Well, I mean, I I think you're gonna need to watch the movie because if she because Lucy to me is very anime. It's got the story and action that seems very much like an anime. Mm-hmm. Uh, it might even be from an anime. So I think she could. I think if she, if it doesn't come off, if she doesn't pull it off, I'm gonna say it's writing and directing. Because if she pulled off Lucy, I think she can pull off a properly done Ghost in the Shell. But I think it's because it is what? It's a video game? No, it's an anime. Oh, it's an anime? And mm-hmm. the character is specifically an Asian character? I believe so. I believe that it's originally based in Japan. Yeah. So, like you said, if they kept it in Japan or in any of those Asian countries and they use Scarlett Johansson, she doesn't even look like close to the anime character. Mm-hmm. You know, she's got which, she's got the wig. Okay, fine. Which my argument would be maybe the whoever designed because she's supposed to be like a robot. So whoever designed the robot doesn't necessarily mean that they designed her to look Asian. Maybe they did just designed her to look. Make a note in your um, phone to watch Ghost in the Shell so that you. Can I do talk need about to watch it. it. That's what I'm saying. Make a note so that you by your next talk so you can discuss Ghost in the Shell. References back to this mm-hmm. one. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Write it before you forget it, because you're gonna ask me later, and we're like, oh, I don't know, you'll be like, that doesn't help me, babe. And you'll be like, oh, might as well just write it. Right. Um. So that being said, I'll get some wind here. Hold on. There was a movie, yeah, that uh, that Charlize Theron did, the Aeon Flux. That movie sucked all kinds of ass. I didn't even finish it. It was so bad. I think that's another where I don't think Char uh, Charlize Theron did a horrible job, 
I just don't think it Did was you see all of it? I fast forward. You know me, I fast forward. But I mean, you, so you technically saw it. You saw it, the Cinder version. Yes. The fast forward, pay attention to major plot points and version. And I probably missed minor things that I needed to pay attention to, yes. Gotcha. But I mean, I don't think she did horrible, but I just don't think she did it well. Okay. Does that make sense? The yes. Role at least, so. Whereas, um, it sounds really corny, and I know you probably won't watch it, but the um, Snow White and the Huntsman. She plays the evil queen, and the Huntsman in the Winter War, she plays the evil queen. She, the character in which she plays and how she plays that character is done so well. It's Chris Hemsworth, right? Yes. But it's also, what's the her face? Christian, what's her face in the first one, and in the second one it has, um, oh, what's that? Uh, the Jessica Chastain? Chastain? Oh, so she's not in both of them? No, Jessica Chastain? No. No, the... No, no, no. The other one, no. She, I don't. She wasn't asked back for the second one. But it's the same character. No, it's a different character. Oh, okay. But um, but I Charlize could... Theron's character and Chris Hemsworth characters are the same characters. Okay. But what I'm saying, I felt like in those movies, I felt like Charlize Theron's character and the way she played that character stole those movies from the other actors and actresses. Like, okay. Like in the first one, you're really like it's the focus is the twilight chick and chris hemsworth Mm -hmm. and like you pay attention to that but i was waiting for every scene with charlie stern because she did that well like does that make sense yeah so it's almost like sometimes with these movies that these women are choosing Mm -hmm. i don't know what the thought process is going into i don't know if it's written in their contract or they're being told in in order for you to get this role you have to do this you know whatever they do in hollywood um I think sometimes when they are put in the right role, they can do phenomenal. And I think Charlize Theron was one of them for that movie. But that Aeon Flux one, she didn't do bad. It just don't think it was the right role. No, for I, I, her. anybody that's seen it, like they they shit all over it because it apparently was not written well. It was not directed well. Mm-hmm. It was a very very poor adaptation. So, I I think that's pretty fair to say. And that's what I'm that's what I'm thinking. Like if. If, um, what's her face, who we're talking about? Scarlett Johansson. If she uh-huh. flops, it's because of... Ghost in the Shell. Yeah, if it flops, which presumably it did, but if I think that it flops, it's because of writing and directing. I don't think it's her. Not to say that she's like an Academy Award winning actress, but I think she does, and especially in an action-y movie, and um, in a right anime type story, which usually are pretty deep. I think she'll pull it off. I think if she but she needs to be directed and written well. Mm-hmm. So here's another one. Have you seen the trailer for The Green Knight? No. Okay. So in the meantime, I'll yeah press play. In the meantime, I'll talk about my initial reactions because I heard about The Green Knight or saw announcements for it, and I thought it was going to be a series like Game of Thrones, and it turns out that it's a movie. Which, to me, makes it more interesting. I'm kind of, and I'll t- I'll bring this up when she stops watching the trailer. But I'm kind of tired of series. I think I'm do- not done, but I'm just like, I, I want to watch movies. I just want a good hour and a half, two hours, and be done. There's some stories that yeah, I want to know more, but some I'm just like, no, just give me a movie and I'm I'm done. So when I saw the when I heard about the Green Knight, I'm like, ugh, another. 
Game of Thrones type series. I'm not going to sit here through five, six seasons of this shit. I'm not that interested. But it turns out it's a movie. So now I'm like, hmm. And it's based on the Arthurian mythology. So I'm definitely going to watch it. I need a different trailer. Um, it, see, and that's what I was going to say. That's what I was going to say. But maybe this will help. I don't think there's a second trailer out. At least not yet. Um, maybe this will help. Because I know you're kind of into it. It is based on Arthurian mythology. I kind of got that. Especially with the round table and shit like that. Right. It's supposed to be. And I can't remember now. But not Percival. But I think like a descendant of Percival. Something like that. But it's based on the Arthurian mythology. Um, that's what I was just saying right now that at first I saw posters for it and stuff and I'm like, no, I, it seems like they're trying to do another Game of Thrones series and I'm just not up for investing that like the next six years of my life waiting for the new season to come out and watching a whole series and I'm just like, no, I'm, I'm not. Maybe once it comes out and people are talking about it. But then, turns out, it's a movie. Um, I was going to say, if they are, you know, do the movie, um, and they feel like they need to do more, if they do it, like, which I doubt they'll do it, because that, that's putting, it's banking on it being successful, do all the movies all at once, like Lord of the Ring, Rings, and then place it out one year after the other. Because you're going to keep the interests of the people that are interested in it and keep them coming back. You're saying that's how they should do it? I think, like, if they're going to. Like, if it needs to be more than one piecer, which I think they're not going to do. Because with Lord of the Rings, I mean, that is just... Um, the book itself, the story itself, is so classic and epic that I think that's why they were able to do to film all three movies and then put them out does that make sense well i think the difference with that is like kind of like what we've said with the matrix like the matrix was different because i think they did the first movie and the the studio was like give it an ending maybe not the ending that you intended but give it an ending and if it does well we'll do the next two and you can do the full story that you want to do lord of the rings was not the case because it's like you can't do fellowship of the ring and just leave it at that. You're going to have to give them the full thing. We're going to roll the dice and hope that it's as epic as we think it can be mm-hmm. and do all three. No, but I don't even think it's technically all three because it's all one story. That's what I'm saying, though. Like, they, it was a big um, gamble to a certain extent, mm-hmm. but they already knew how popular it was going to be because... The book itself was popular in its day and age. That's number one. Number two, even in the 70s, it had a resurgence with the um, with the cartoons. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, because so, I remember even seeing a, a, I think it was part of a documentary where they show like in the early 80s when people were graffitiing like the trains mm-hmm. or the L's or whatever they're called. Um, there were some graffiti of Frodo lives. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was... It's been so entwined in cult and the American geek culture, mm-hmm. even though the geek culture didn't really get its real heyday until what, like 
10, 12 years ago, mm-hmm. it, it was always there. Yeah, but so, that, that's but I don't know if it that was enough for them to say, "Oh, this is a hit." Oh, I I believe it was because I believe Peter Jackson was very adamant. It was like, "I know this is gonna be a hit. Just film all three. Let's just do it." Because technically, they were gonna film the first one, then set it out, kind of like you said, like the Matrix. But no, I don't think so. I think the plan was I, that the, from the beginning was to do the full thing. I've had a discussion with you before about remembering in like 98 99 seeing a preview for the lord of the rings and then all of a sudden just for the first one and then all of a sudden like nothing like it was a preview and saying coming out like winter come out anyway like i was saying i don't want it stopped um i probably won't be able to use this anyway i hope you don't mind oh so we're just right. starting to talk kind of if it gives me something to talk about or remember when i rude um well anyway the, in any event it's the green knight and i thought it was a series and i was like fuck that but then i heard it was i saw that it's a movie and i was like nope we're good we're good i'm gonna watch this now like you said if this is part of what will eventually be a series of movies i'm still up for that because it's not going to be season upon season. I have a, ugh, I hate to say it, but I think Game of Thrones just left a bad taste in my mouth to where I, I don't want anything medieval or fantasy-ish because I'm going to be like, if it's anything like Game of Thrones, I'm going to be pissed off and I don't, I don't want to go through that again. I think Whereas I watch the Lord of the Rings one because I'm positive that's going to be good. I think for me, um, the thing for me is I don't want to be waiting so long. First off, Make it four or five seasons, top, tops. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And I don't want to be waiting two years for one season because then I'm, I I guess maybe because I'm older, I don't have time to reinvest myself. Like if you're gonna get me hooked and you're gonna get me invested, it needs to come out within a year, so that I can see the second season and be excited and keep it going and stuff like that. Yeah. But then when they get too much into the special effects and things like that, and then they start losing the story because they're focused on the special effects, and I waited two fucking years for a new season, get the fuck out of here. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like the TV show Witcher. Mm-hmm. Like, that one better come out end of year, early next year, or I might give up on it. I really enjoyed the first season. I'm excited for the second season, but I'm like... In, limbo but i i know they finished wrapping up um right they wrapped they wrapped but mm-hmm. now it's just all the editing stuff and then when they put it out so i'm like okay it's coming soon right but then i saw the the season the show c with okay, Momoa yeah. Yeah. on um itv apple tv apple tv i'm sorry that was really good but then covid hit so then that's in limbo i don't even know if they're gonna do that but I'm like, stop teasing me with these great little first seasons and then dropping the ball. Because once again, another one was the one that we talked about kind of being like Animal Farm and Lord of the Flies, the society or something like that. Or were there a bunch of kids? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like that, I was really interested to see. That one for sure is canceled, that right? That one's for sure canceled. That one I'm going to believe among COVID because it was supposed to be, it said new season coming. Then COVID hit and then it got dropped. I don't think so. I think if if shows are good enough, I think they would have survived the COVID. I think it was good enough, but I think COVID stalled it enough to where it was like, eh, let's reanalyze. Nah, let's not do this. 
Um, because on Netflix, for the longest time, it said new season coming, new season coming. You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden, it, it no longer said that. And then I had to Google it and it said it got cut off or dropped or whatever. And I was like, well, don't fucking say new season coming and not fucking follow through. But that's what I'm kind of saying, though. Like, if you're going to get me invested, like, wrap it up and then give them a break or so. Because they're editing time, so... I don't know how long it takes to edit a, a, a TV show, right? but that's rest time. And then as it's running, it's like, okay, you get a month and then we're back to shooting so that we can go through this all over again. Give me three to four good seasons, five tops, but make sure you're doing it in a nice rhythm to keep me interested. Right. Don't do this like, oh no, we're going to take two years to, you know, there's so much to do. Like, no, plan it out. Like I already have it ready and set. I want my fucking law and order. Chop, chop. I think the problem with that is that they they don't, they're waiting to see how the season does before they commit to doing the next season. So for them to be already, like you said, if they're already wrapped and are editing, then it's not coming out. Let's say hypothetically, like right now, they, they wrap, so it's going to come out like presumably at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. You would figure that by July, they're starting to film the next season. But I think they genuinely wait until close to the end of the season. Like, let's say hypothetically it comes out in December. I think they're waiting until like March, April to see what the numbers are. And then they commit to doing the next season. So you just lost seven, eight months of not filming because you were waiting to see if it was worth doing another season. I kind of feel, I get what you're saying, but I kind of feel like part of the problem with that as well is they're writing the season at the same time. Instead of having an end game idea, Matrix style, like you said, mm-hmm. they pretty much told them like, okay, yeah, you have this idea for a three part movie or whatever. Write the first one as if it's going to end. And if it does well, then we'll go and do the other two and you can finish it off. Right. I think these series that they're coming out with nowadays, like if you kind of look at Handmaid's Tale, mm-hmm. like it's almost like, like you said, like they're waiting, like, did it do good? Okay. Like start writing. And now we do this, like going through the process of set of saying, Okay, here's how the whole story is going to be, and then we're going to chop it up, and then we're going to have, like, okay, it could end this way, cliffhanger slash full ending, you know, and then start the next one, and then the next one, and next. Like, have it already written and ready. I think they're not even writing the shit until they're for sure, like, we've got enough people. Like, it needs to be fully written and ready to go. I don't don't think that... And I think that's part of also the problem with shows nowadays because they're waiting to see what the reaction of people are. And you have so many different ideas and thoughts of how the show can go. And instead of being true to their own creativity and what they they had in their mind about, oh, this is going to make it awesome, they start listening to what yeah. critics have to say. I, so they throw some random shit in there. And then all of a sudden you had what started off as a fantastic, great story. With some, and now you have some random shit just thrown together that makes no sense to the original story that was there because they started listening to critics and trying to make it perfect for every even, single audience. You can't do that shit. I don't even think it's just the critics. I think it's the fans as well because if I'm not mistaken, that's I think what that's I mean. what happened with Daryl. I don't think he was supposed to be part, like, I don't think he was supposed to go past season two or three, but the fans loved him so much that they left him in. And I think that I think that's exactly what happens. They they're like, oh well, people are responding to this, and people are responding to that. So give them more of that, or they don't like this, so get rid of that. And like you said, like if 
a writer is true to his art to say no like this that's not the story i'm planning on telling but the problem with that is that the studio owns the property at that point so they're just like dude you can either continue to write most of your story but give us what we want or we'll just it's ours anyway now so we'll just get a new writer that will give us what we want and there's plenty of writers that are desperate enough for the money that'll do it which unfortunately, well, not unfortunately and fortunately happened way back in the day, like when I would talk about um, Heroes, that that's when the writer's strike happened, that the writers all got together and were like, no, you're not going to keep doing this to us. None of us are going to write for you. Mm-hmm. So they got shitty writers that had no scruples, and that's when shows started to really suck. And that's what happened to Heroes. It sucked so much ass when the writer's strike happened that it wasn't worth watching anymore. So I don't know. Back to the Green Knight. If right, it is a do. yes, if it's gonna continue as a couple of movies, two three movies, I'll still watch them. But I'm not willing to invest. And that's what I was gonna say as well. That I'm kind of at the point right now. I think I'm over shows for a while. I just want to watch movies. I just want my hour and forty five minutes to two hours and be done with it. I don't want to invest time to watch five six seasons. I don't know. I'm like halfway in between. Because, well, like yeah. I said, if you I, give me like four good seasons. Well, yeah, because I was about to say, it, but I don't know if I'm willing to risk the time that it takes to find mm-hmm. out because like Ozark, mm-hmm. I'm desperate for the last season. Like I'm so invested in Ozark, but I don't know if I want to do that with, I don't know, like I can't think. See, like the Marvel ones that are coming out, those are easy because they're one shots. They're not continuing series. It's just one season and that's it. Like, Loki is going to be one season, and that's it. So, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm so, all in. Supposedly. Suppo- supposedly, yeah. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if maybe they do, like, all one season and then come back for, like, one mega season. Even yeah, if it's, I could like, a mega that. two season, you know, to to get, okay, we're going to bring Scarlet Witch and the Falcon and Winter Soldier together. And that's, like, one season. How do they get together? How, you know, even the Agent Carter chick, like, they left that open for her to have her own season. Or they left that open the, for a continual story. Peggy? Um, not Peggy, her niece. Oh, the niece? Gotcha. You know what I mean? They yeah, left, the, they left like her story what happened in some, between. Yeah, so like, is yeah. she going to become a problem where Winter Soldier and um, Falcon have to come back and deal with her? And then somehow um, Scarlet Witch is like in the midst of trying to learn her true powers and stuff. And then, you know, do they bring these stories together? And then Loki and then, you know, whatever other story like you know what i mean like they yeah. start kind of like um a tournament branch to just bring it back to like one great season or like one mega movie yeah does that make sense so yeah who knows? They're, they're they're building plot to get to there mm-hmm. i get you but but kind of i was gonna ask going back a little bit like you're kind of done with with series and i i kind of get that but what about mini series i used to love those as a kid like where you know once once a week you had like an hour and a half show but it, you knew it was going to end after like five or six episodes i think i could do that yeah no if it's only like five or six episodes yeah i could do that but like or like even if an hour and a half or so kind of like, yeah like uh we were saying sherlock mm-hmm. yeah i could do that or i could even do um anthologies where each season is its own story and that's it like uh the one that we were watching the haunting of 
Manor House or whatever. Yes, that we still need to watch. Though. Yeah, like th- like that or even like American Horror Story. Mm-hmm. I could kind of do those. Like it's just that each season is going to be its own story and that's it. But like mm-hmm. another Game of Thrones where I'm going to become so invested and then it's going to let me. I think that's like I'm saying. I think that's the biggest thing. I'm afraid that it's going to let me down like Game of Thrones did. So I don't want to invest the time. Fucking writers were dickwads. They were just, that, especially that last season, they just wanted to go do the big shot movies that they fucked everything up. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. They, I don't know. They need to. There and there is a too big for them. Yeah, and there is a petition for them to do either on season nine or redo season eight. I like will, I think that they're trying to Zack Snyder it. Don't don't hate me, because it will happen. I am waiting for the House Targaryen to come out, and I want to see how it comes out. You know that they're doing that, right? I I uh, I hate to say, but I'll probably. I'll probably, I'll probably wait for you to say like, no, babe, you need to watch this or like other people to be like, it's actually really good. Mm -hmm. But if they fucking, if they fucking let me down again, I'm going to be so pissed. But I don't think that's really, I don't know if that can be the case because Martin's not, he didn't write any books that have to do with this, right? This is just them doing literally a spinoff. Um... I'd have to look that up. Yes, yeah. I know he hasn't done full series, but he's done like those books where it has like the genealogy tree and like quick little stories. Okay. And then for all we know, they're taking these quick little stories from the books themselves and then creating, like placing them together and creating a whole full story. Mm. Does that make sense? Yes. Because the, like, I haven't finished reading all the books, but they do talk a little bit about the histories or it's mentioned here and there. Um, throughout the books, you know, they're talking like the characters have are having dialogue with each other, and it's explaining like the history or what happened before, or how they went crazy or this and that. You know what I mean? Right. So, I think, else? I think the reason that it could work is I think they the whole Game of Thrones series built up so much interest in the Mad King mm-hmm. because they refer to him so much, and he it's like he's the biggest character in the whole series really because he ties everything together like uh, baratheon what's the name robert Mm -hmm. like he he's directly tied to him the uh lannister uh what's his name jamie he's directly tied to him like it it's everything not revolves around but it it all stems from that one king yeah so there's enough hype behind it also the the stories of the Targaryens that rode the dragons before. Mm-hmm. Like, they talk about um, Lyanna um, Stark being like, I forgot what the Targaryen girl's name was that rode. Like, Arya was like Lyanna, and Lyanna was like the Targaryen who was like the badass female that rode the dragons. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like in the books, they really kind of go a little bit more in detail of, you know, who rode the dragons and then all of a sudden they're not riding the dragons. And then all of a sudden you just have like the Targaryens by the time the Mad King was king, there was no more dragons and stuff. Mm. So I don't know how far back they're going to go or how they're going to like what, but I think you're right. There is enough in there. And then the idea that um, he is mad because they married each other. Yeah. They, you know, they married their own blood and 
you know, they knew that I was making the blood weaker and the mind weaker. And then so they married the other person and things like that. And then even in like the, what is it, the first season where, um, oh, fuck, what's his face? Rhaegar? No, um, oh. thinking at the wall. Um, John? Jon Snow meets um, the blind guy, the 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 mason, not the mason, the medicine dude. I can't even think of his name. But he was supposed to be the king, but he gave up the throne to the Mad King, his brother. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I can't remember. His stuff, name. Yeah, I can think. I can see his face. I can see the actor's face. But you know, and you know what I mean, like where he's like, oh, you have to decide. You know, when my brother was going crazy, I had to make. You know. I made a commitment here. I couldn't just run over there. You know what I mean? So now you're right. going to see all that shit come to be and unravel. I think the the good thing is that there's presumably no dragons involved. Yeah, because if they're doing just that generation, there was no dragons. Yeah, so they're there's not going to be a whole lot of special effects that going to require such a lengthy production time. So, um, Sorry, we're going to move on real quick. Because this episode is apparently going pretty long. What um, happens when you have me talking? Right. Uh, the last one is you're not too savvy on this, but Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, another Marvel. It's not a show; it's a movie. Ambrose did not know that, but it's a, sh- a movie. Uh, the but the main part of this is that um, it's going to be getting a 45 day theatrical window before streaming on Disney Plus at no extra cost. Kind of like um, like what they did with uh, Raya and, what was it, um, Mulan, mm-hmm. that you had to pay extra. Mm-hmm. They're not going to charge extra, but it's going to be out on theaters for 45 days before it hits Disney Plus. Kind of like what HBO okay. Max is doing. Okay. Um, well, HBO Max is doing where... It's out in theaters for like a week, and then you have it free for like a month, and then they take it off, and it's just in theaters. Really, I didn't know that. I think that's what for some to of be. them. For some of them, yeah, not for all. Because I think Kong and Godzilla is still on. I think Mortal Kombat is still on. But I it think has been a when month. Wonder Woman came out, like I think that's what it was supposed to. Well, be. And, and I can see that because I think they're still testing. The, they're trying to figure out what makes them the most money, mm-hmm. what works the best. What I was going to say about that is forget putting aside the, the actual movie, like the Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings, like just the thought of putting out for five days and then putting it on the streaming. As a fan, I love it. I absolutely love it because if it's interesting enough, I'll go see it in the theater. And then the, the possibility of being able to watch it in a month and a half or two months at home mm-hmm. is really cool to me. Because before, you'd had to wait eight, nine months, sometimes a year before it was released on video or whatever, DVD. So as a fan, I love it. Mm-hmm. From a business standpoint, I don't know how long it's going to last because we're in a new age. And at the end of the day, they're all about making money. Mm-hmm. So I'm really interested to see where it ends up. But for now, I'm loving it. Yeah. <laughs> Bless you. Baby. Bless you. It's not that funny. Um, so, anywho, um, if you want to bow out and head in, you can totally do that because the last segment is going to be the Demon Slayer and you haven't watched it. Oh, that's true. Um, yes, can you actually pause and open the door for me? Oh my god, you're so needy.
All right, my little monkeys. So that first segment may or may not include Lucinda. Um, I only have the one mic. She was sitting next to me, but I don't know if the mic reaches that far. I'm going to have to play it back and see how the audio sounds. So you're going to get one of two versions. You're going to get the version where her and I are talking and the audio is not that great. And then I do this last segment by myself or it, the audio wasn't salvageable. And so I ended up re-recording it by myself. So whichever one you just came from, welcome to the final segment. Um, Jesus Christ. Yes. Are you going to go to bed? Are you coming back out or what's going on? Oh, no, I'm going I'm to eat my chocolate dessert and sit my fat ass in bed and watch The Nevers. The Never. Okay, I don't know what that is. That show here that where I was trying to explain it, you just like, uh, okay. On HBO Max? Oh, the one where they're like in Victorian times kind of and they have superpowers or some shit? Yeah, you need to watch it. I don't think so. I, it seems too hokey. I don't know. It's very, very female-ish. I don't know if there's any males that like it. So then good. why would I want to watch it? So that you can talk about it. Maybe you have some female Whoa. constituents, which you probably don't, but still. I'll have you know that a good chunk of my audience is female. Is it because I listened to it one time? Like multiple times? No. As a matter of fact, it's a higher percentage than that if you give me one second. Second. If you give me like 45 seconds. One, two. <laughs> there you go. My my audience is 7% female. I am that 7%. You don't listen to the show. I did when I went on vacation. Yeah, well, that was that didn't count. Anyway. When did that 7% show up? You're like back in March? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like around the time that you took your trip. How many, how many of your consist- constituents are um non-binary uh i don't think it says oh actually i think it does say but i don't have any okay. zero i'm 92 percent male seven percent female well not me but what is the one percent <laughs> um i don't know that's not 100%. So well, it's not going to be that accurate. It's I, well, Why are they going to... Shouldn't it be like 90, 90, um, 93 and 7 instead of 90... I have no one that's 23 to 27 listening to the show. Look, I have 2% that's 45 to 59. <laughs> Is that you? Oh, no, you're in the 44. Yeah, but still, I don't... It doesn't count How me. How old is Ambrose? I don't know. I think he's like in his late 30s. He's in the 35 to 44? Mm-hmm. Baby gap is what, 28 to 34? I think so. And then the 0 to 17, that's Mulyan? Pretty much. Which I don't think he even listens to it that much, but... Yeah. All right. Love probably you. When Bye. When he listens to it, he's probably like, oh my God, so trying to you. Pretty much. Love you. Love you more. Anyway. So... The last segment, I don't know how much of that is going to be edited out, but anywho, the last segment, and maybe I'll put this up, I'm going to put for this last segment, I'm going to have it right up here. I'm going to, I'm going to just make love to your ears. <laughs> sorry. I just had to say that. Um, excuse me. I'm so sorry. I'll edit that out. Um, the demon slayer. 
this one, who told me about it? I think, I believe it was Nathan. Yeah, it was Nathan. He was telling me I should watch the Demon Slayer. And then what really caught my, he told me about it before the movie came out. And then what caught my interest was the, because it's season one of the Demon Slayer on Netflix. And then they released a movie that went to theaters. And actually the Demon Slayer movie did better at the theaters than Mortal Kombat did. So that piqued my interest, which, like I told Nathan, that doesn't say much because Mortal Kombat sucked, in my opinion. But the point is, it did better in theaters. So that caught my interest. So I started watching it, and I'm not going to lie. The first episode, I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to continue watching this because the main character is a little too much of a whiner for me. Um it's weird because he has these inner dialogues that you hear and it's funny because in the fight he's analyzing the fight as he's fighting shut up um and so the first episode i was like eh, i don't know i might i might not um then I watched episode two, three, four. By about three or four, I was hooked. I was like, okay, all right, I'm going to watch this. I, the story got me hooked enough. Um, I went through the season. It's 20 episodes, I believe. The only bad thing is the last like three episodes are tend to drag a little bit. They Rather than finishing off with a bang, they finished off with a... Uh, I don't know how to explain it without giving up weight. I don't think it gives away too much. They, the 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 peak, uh, the climax kind of happens beforehand, like episode, I want to say 16, 17. And then the last like two or three episodes are just them licking their wounds, going back to training and setting up the next season, um, which isn't a bad thing. They actually pulled it off pretty well, but it just wasn't what I'm used to. I'm used to like the major cliffhangers and this one doesn't necessarily have that kind of does, but not in the way that you think, not the normal, not what you're normally used to overall. It's good. I I'm really enjoying it. I'm looking forward to finishing the movie. The only bad thing is for those of you that are like me, the season is dubbed in English but the movie is subtitled in English, but it's all in Japanese. I hate reading. Um, I, th I believe I have some kind of reading. Um, I don't say disability, but uh, deficiency reading problem. I don't know, whatever. See, obviously, I can't even speak, spoke, whatever. Um, that's one, but it's not too bad with subtitles because it's just like sh quick, short sentences. But my problem is that I'm so busy reading that I'm missing what's happening in the scene. Um, but I'm going to have to push through and watch it. Anyway, it's I've watched like the first maybe 15 minutes of it and it's already piqued my interest. Like it's actually pretty good. Um, so overall, the show, I can't talk about the movie because I haven't finished it yet. So just based on the the show. I'm going to give it a solid three and three quarter, like 3.75, three and a half, 3.7. Like it's good. It's, it's good. I, I, we'll have to see where it goes. See how long it, how long it goes. That's going to be another thing because honestly, if it goes on too long, it drops in my opinion, 
But as of right now, season one, I'm going to give it a solid 3.75. Nathan, I believe, told me that he would give it actually like a four. Um, and it's pretty damn close, man. It's it's pretty good. It's probably not something you want to watch with your kids. It's pretty gory. Uh, a lot of blood. Um, but yeah, it's pretty solid. I'm I'm enjoying it. I'm looking forward to finishing the movie, and I'm looking forward to I believe season two is coming out later out later this year. So, uh, that being said, the um, one of the things that I really like is when I was young, even when I was younger. I wished that the graphics were better, like the the technology at the time. It was good for what it was, like watching Dragon Ball and stuff like that. But this one is a great, great mixture. I have to look it up. I might be wrong, but I believe it's a mixture of hand-drawn and digital graphics, which is um, it's a beautifully animated um, show. Very, very pretty to look at. Um I can't say much on directing. I don't know how directing really works in animations. Um, but, I mean, the story's good. <laughs> it has this one character that you, when you guys, if you guys end up watching it or if you have seen it, you know what I'm talking about. There's this one character that's so annoying. Um, you You kind of start asking yourself, like, how is this kid surviving? How did he make it into this group of demon slayers? And then you find out why. And holy shit, like I, I saw like the whole time he's so annoying, like he's worried that he's going to die and hiding behind little kids. And then he lets loose. And I was like, holy shit, this kid is a bad melon farmer. Like, holy crap. So it's it's good. I'm, I'm definitely in for the long haul. I hope it doesn't let me down. I hope it doesn't drag out too much. But yeah, that's uh, that's my take on the Demon Slayer. And with that, I think we can pretty much end here. Let you go about your day, your week, whatever the case may be. As always, guys, be good to each other. And we will see you next week. Just to give a slight, not preview because I don't know for sure it'll happen. But the plan is... Like Cindy and I were talking, I'll hopefully go back and watch Ghost in a Shell, give you my follow-up on that based on what we were talking about, and then hopefully we can watch, as a matter of fact, we're hoping to watch The World is Against Us or Against Me with uh, Angelina Jolie, and next Friday, Army of the Dead should be out, so hopefully I can watch that in time to record with Ambrose. So, um, like I said, guys, have a good week, and we'll see you next week. Peace. Thank you guys for taking the time to listen to the podcast. If you have any thoughts, comments, suggestions, or questions, uh, you can reach me at moat9, that's M-O-A-T-N-I-N-E at gmail.com. Also go to linktree, that's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash moat, the number nine, where you can find the links to all my social media accounts, um, Instagram, Twitter, etc., as well as uh, the other podcast platforms like uh, spotify google podcast apple podcast overcast breaker etc whatever um i would greatly appreciate it if you could hit that subscribe button on whichever platform you are listening on and as always thank you for listening please be good to each other love you guys